0: We are in the um, time of the year when so many people are going through appraisals. All of these annual review meetings, summarizing what did you do well last year and what is the impact on this for the coming year. And all of that is, of course, the professional setting. I think the personal setting we had around New Year when people were talking about New Year's resolutions and perhaps wanting to leave stuff behind, difficult year of COVID and whatever that came with for some, and looking forward, looking for intentions, goals, aspirations. So um, we thought we would talk about uh, a huge topic that everybody knows, but perhaps fewer people apply, which is the uh, topic of feedback.
1: So before we go there, should we just do a quick... Where are you? Uh, where are we? We're in...
0: Oh, geographically, you mean?
1: Yeah, well, it's February. Uh, last week of February. And we're in Stockholm. I am in Stockholm, which is...
0: I'm uh, always in Stockholm. Yeah, you're
1: always in <laughs> Stockholm. I am always in London. So I've just arrived uh, in Stockholm a few days ago on my first trip since uh, November, I think. So we are... Uh, have been recording probably three quarters of this podcast on Zoom uh, in last year. And this one is for the first time in a while. We're um, together in one room. And uh, so last time we actually spoke about calendar. So is there anything that's come up around calendar? I know it's a, it's a hot topic for you.
0: Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that I was an hour late for a meeting. <laughs> Yeah, the week. And I was looking in the calendar. And the only thing I had in my calendar that day was that meeting. And I was so sure I was an hour early, which actually made made it be that I was only seven minutes late for the actual meeting, but my plan was to sit and prepare for an hour before the meeting. and that didn't happen
1: it's funny you say i was an hour late for a meeting because you were only eight minutes late for a meeting
0: yeah but the whole my (laughs) feeling was because there were so many things i wanted to do before the meeting uh to be prepared for it yeah and i i the idea that i had done my planning so well and at the end of the day i had i had not
1: yeah yeah
0: so what but what else calendar wise uh i don't know I don't know. I still, I still keep on uh, having the frustrations. I don't, re- I don't like it when people ask me for, could you give me three options mm-hmm. when we can meet? That is annoying and frustrating and time-consuming. It means that you're locking up the calendar for three options that may or may not happen, and then it's like a never-ending story. It goes on and on and on and on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For me, what um, what's new for calendar is it's actually quite pretty significant. I for the first time in. Since I've um, stopped working in uh, you know inside the corporate world I have somebody that manages my calendar and that's really exciting and it's been so good to be able to work with um, with uh, with you know so all the all the issues that you're talking about it doesn't it's not an issue for me anymore because I don't do it anymore and I spend hardly any time thinking about my calendar or planning or Still the, the big stuff, right? The long-term stuff I, I do with you primarily, sort of where are we, which week, and big, big sort of day-long, two-day-long meetings and so on. But everything else is done uh, by Rebecca, and it's just amazing. And it's really, truly life-changing. I spent so much less time in my calendar. So uh, that's been great. So, when we recorded the last episode, it was early January. I had just started, I think, and now I'm sort of a couple of months in, and it's really great. Yeah. So, I've, uh, I've got a sense that more people could use, I'm not pointing at anybody in particular. Nobody in uh, <laughs>
0: particular in this room, no. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> could use somebody to manage their calendar. Yeah. But,
0: but let us just stay a little bit with, Re- with Rebecca because she's like a saint, yeah. because the other quality that she has a passion that i share with her is is sound and she's also going to help us out she's already started helping us out with the sound uh, quality mm-hmm. uh, for, for this and anything else that we might be doing and um, maybe a lead into uh, uh, the topic of today we i was emailing with her the other day and she uh, she was editing our very, very first podcast, and I've listened to it, and I, you know, I just feel embarrassed about the sound quality. But you know, that's what we knew back or I knew back then. It sounds like we're sitting in a in a bathroom. There's a big echo, echo. <laughs> Where uh, were
1: we actually? In London.
0: Uh we were in London, yeah. In your old flat.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And the mic was standing on a glass table.
1: Yeah. And oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. know
0: how to fix the settings. So yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh but she was saying, rather than pointing that out, which is the obvious, she was saying, "Wow, the sound quality has improved so much since your first yeah <laughs> since your first episode." So great learning. And, um,
1: and what a nice way to give feedback!
0: It's a very nice way to give you. And the and the, the one thing that comes up that she didn't need to point out that there was an issue with the first one because I know it so well, and and it, it's not something that needs to be said, mm. but. Rather to sort of emphasize the learning that has happened since and the improvement and the sort of recognition that there is a positive change as a very nice way of receiving feedback, but of course, Mm -hmm. giving feedback.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great. So it's an emphasis on the learning, an emphasis on the positive, rather than, and, and also not pointing out something that is so obvious already and she knows it's obvious. Yeah, great. So, feedback. So, um, great example of, um, of, uh, a, a positive feedback actually there, or a good way of giving feedback, I suppose.
0: Yeah. This is one of the tools I think, uh, sometimes when we bring it up in a program with people, if you talk about the sort of the professional environment, I, I get the sense that people get a little bit bored and so no, not feedback again. We know this. Mm. And then, still, it's something that doesn't really happen in mm. the most efficient or in the most helpful way. Let's stay with the professional environment for a bit, and we can move on perhaps to the personal, more personal relationships too. But there's something that stops us from doing it, although we know we have the knowledge. Maybe even, I don't know, would you say we have the skills? It uh, depends on how much you practice.
1: Mm. I but- think I think probably people know what to, know how to do it, but bec- because people don't practice it and, or don't really do it enough, they're not um, experienced with it. So they might know what to do, but they don't really do it enough to 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 be proficient or to have the real skills.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's and not second
1: nature, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say. I
0: think there's something that is always prioritized over feedback. Yeah. It's always put to the second or third on the mm. list of things to do.
1: And also because feedback is it's like a, a bit of a hot potato because we when we talk about feedback, we always think or we often think about this difficult conversation. You need to have to give somebody really difficult feedback, you know, to tell them that they've done something wrong, or and you know, and that we have we have a resistance to do that because we don't like to do you know it's not most people don't like to do that type of stuff but that's not really and i guess that's one of the things you should talk about here that's not really what feedback is all about yes that is feedback but there's so much else to feedback Mm that's actually fun and exciting and light and 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 enjoyable and it doesn't have to be difficult at all
0: i was uh what comes to my mind now is i had a conversation about feedback this is this is one of the founders i work with and and you work with too and at one point he said so he's a, he's a he's a man and he's in his 60s and he said you know it's very difficult with feedback because who am i to praise somebody when they're so much better than i am who am i to then say you know what a good job you did in there in bringing in that new client or uh, going through that acquisition or or closing that deal whatever it is and and he said it in such an humble way just you know who am i mm. what what is it worth mm. and and that is i think to the point that if we can find a way of taking ourselves out of the equation and just focus on the person that the feedback is for without me you or anybody putting any any value on the actual piece. It's not my standards that mm. are the right standards. I'm not the one saying that is good because I know what good is.
1: Mm.
0: So do you, does that make sense? You yeah,
1: mean? yeah. Um, one thing, I think, One. so let's talk a little bit of why. So if the question is, if people know what, f- what good feedback is generally, we could talk a little bit more about that, but in general, sort of people know what to do. Why is it not happening, right? And I think one of the reasons is that people maybe are mistaken about what, what we, what we talk about when we talk about feedback or feedback culture. So one thing is that, you know, you, you, you mentioned earlier is that around this time people have these performance conversations and it's like, how was last year and, you know what's the score that you get and what does that mean for your bonus and your reward and what are your performance objectives for next year and what are your targets and what are my expectations of you and all that kind of stuff. And they think that's feedback. And yes, that is feedback, but feedback is so much more than that. And, um, and I think when we talk about feedback, we're probably talking about that other feedback, which is not an event that happens once or twice a year, but it's this continuous looking out for opportunities to 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 say, yeah, great. You know, this is what this is what really works. This is good. This is what good, you know, and really in that moment, specifically saying, that's that's an example of what I'd like to see. And you can do that every moment of the day. That's you don't have to wait until performance evaluation time or whatever right i think that's one of the biggest mistakes in thinking that people make is that feedback is all about that performance evaluation it's not it's a lot well, more. part
0: of the feedback when we talk about it with groups would also be when is the right time to provide feedback and obviously it depends on mm-hmm. the type of feedback so the the example of somebody making a presentation in front of a big group and and you see lots of areas of improvement because it's not really working out, Mm. to catch that person straight after he or she gets off stage may not be the Mm. best uh, timing. Mm. Maybe, I don't know, Mm. but it may not be because maybe that person already knows it and just Mm. needs some time to reflect and recover and sort of calm down. And, And the point here is that I think feedback conversations especially when it is a little bit difficult, a difficult message, an area of improvement is best done when you are sort of in a calm and relaxed state Mm. where you feel safe. So if you want to talk about nervous system Mm. it's when your parasympathetic nervous system is activated, which is the opposite to the sympathetic, which is the stress. You know when you're basically protecting yourself because mm. it's very difficult to take in anything when you're trying to protect you, mm. when you're trying to sort of survive in the in the mental way or you know, my mm. in the mind way.
1: Yes, and how often have you been in a situation where you catch something, you see something, you say, oh, "I'm going to give feedback to that," and then you you know, okay, I'll wait for the right moment, and then it never happens.
0: Yeah.
1: It never happens. So I think our tendency is to wait too long and to wait for absolutely the perfect moment to give feedback. And maybe that perfect moment never comes and therefore you never give the feedback. So I, I think the risk is that we wait too long and that we, the earlier the better, I suppose. But you obviously have to be mindful of the fact that some moments are really not good right somebody as you say somebody coming straight off stage just might not be the right point because they need to sort of breathe and decompress before um but as soon as possible or as closely as possible to when you when you uh, notice the feedback or notice that what you want to give feedback on i think is best because otherwise it doesn't happen anyway
0: I um I sometimes get this question. Somebody has a difficult message, or I'm staying with the more sensitive feedback, which might be to somebody's personality that has an impact on the performance or how they relate to others in a professional environment. And you, as a manager, need to do, to say something, need to help that person to to see it. And, and if there is a I mean, one of the rules of feedback is you give feedback on things that can be improved. You don't Mm. give feedback on things that can't be improved, Mm. which is part of somebody's being, let's say. Mm. Uh, But assuming that there is relevant feedback that needs to be delivered and it might be perceived as sensitive, a way is also to find the setting. So thinking about, again, the relaxed state of mind, which might not be, I'm going to book a feedback meeting, but it might be rather on the way to lunch, Mm -hmm. having a coffee, meeting in the coffee room, I mean, with respect for integrity that not other people are listening and so on, but to do it in a more sort of informal conversation. Mm -hmm. So you have planned it. Mm -hmm. It, It's not that it just pops up. You have planned it. You have Mm -hmm. planned it in an informal way. Yeah,
1: yeah. So for me, a really good way, a good example of how to do feedback is, um, so let's say um, you're going to a, a client meeting, Let's say it's a new client or an existing client. Maybe you're doing more sales or whatever. And there's um, two people going to this client meeting and they're driving to the meeting together. And there's one manager and one is a subordinate, right? So, And you agree in the car on the way to the meeting, what would I like to get feedback on? And then in the car back, you give that feedback. So it's quite informal. It's quite um, relaxed, but it's close to when it actually happens, right, on the car, on the journey back. And you have an accrete or already in advance what might be some of the things that I would like to get feedback on. So it makes it much easier for the person to give feedback um, because they know what to look out for in that client meeting.
0: But it's also a perfect perfect uh, example of how you prepare for a meeting at a different level. Mm. It's not just an agenda. It's how you're going to carry that agenda through. So mm-hmm. the feedback will not be on did we follow the agenda. Probably it's probably yeah. going to be something that is more interpersonal.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think there, there's that. That's uh, as if you if you keep that. If people listening to this, if you keep that as a as an example of what good feedback looks like, there's there are quite a lot of good stuff in there. Um, there's one other thing that came to mind, and that is we t- and we talked about this. You do this really well. When I say, you know, great, Pia, that was really great. You always ask, what was great? And this is, I think, really important in giving feedback, is that you are as specific as possible, in particular, no, actually in positive and in constructive negative feedback, you are as specific as possible. So it's generally much easier to be specific when you're pointing out something that could be better. Right? When you did this, this, and this, this could be better. But, it, but the good job feedback or well done feedback, it happens so often. And what, what did I do well? Could you point out the specifics about what went well? What was so good about the job I did? I think that's a really great question to ask when somebody gives you feedback. Because otherwise, what's the value in that feedback if it's just good job?
0: And back to my example with this, uh, the founder that we work with, the way I think to to get around the oh I'm I'm the knowledge of everything so I know what good is if you if you sort of park that as, aside and just give the specific positive feedback from the impact it has on you mm-hmm. the, the, whatever the situation was like so back to the presentation so if I wanted to give you positive feedback on a presentation I would talk about. You know the way that you used your voice, the way that the, the logic was built, the build-up in the slideshow has th- had this impact on me. It made me feel it. it I, I understood better, or I my, my mind shifted. Whatever it is that is happening in me is, of course, true to me. Mm. It doesn't mean that the world would agree with me, but the feedback is very authentic and true, mm. coming from me to you. So I think that is the key, talk from your own experience. Yeah. Why is it good for you?
1: Yeah. So, so there's two things really in here. So let's point them out. One is be as specific as possible. And two is talk from yourself. What did it make? How did it make you feel? How did it sound to you? What did it look like to you? Because that's your truth. You don't know, and this is another, I, I suppose, another pitfall in feedback is, I think this is came, how it came across to um, to other people. is already a little bit removed. I mean, still what you think, I suppose, but you don't know how it comes across to other people. So you had this effect on other people. That is really, you can't know that. So you can only know what's true to yourself. So be specific and what we often call me message. Mm. So keep it to yourself.
0: And that is also a very effective way if you want to stay with this uh, uh, openness in feedback. If you talk from your own experience and you want to try to avoid somebody defending themselves or feeling attacked, a way to do that is also through what we call me messages. So Mm. I would describe the situation. So we are in the meeting and uh, you and I are in the same meeting and there's a client there. And I perceive that you are very quiet in the meeting. So I noticed that you were very quiet in the meeting. The impact that had on me, it made me insecure. And I wasn't sure if if we were in agreement or if you disagreed with what I was saying. So it made me very uncomfortable. So next time you know, maybe we can find a way yeah. where we have a better interaction and dialogue together with the client. So I'm there going through, okay, this is what happened. This is what it made me feel. This was the impact on the meeting. And then almost perhaps uh, going in towards a suggestion. Of course, this is where it becomes a dialogue.
1: Yeah. I think that that's actually key. That last point, um, it becomes a dialogue when you start talking about how could you change this or what could yeah. you do better? Because, This is where coaching is more effective Mm. than telling people this is what you should do differently. Because I think somebody, so now the person that is being given feedback to, right? So the person that you are giving feedback to, who they would know best. In a coaching conversation, you would come to a way to solve the problem. I thought to fix it, if you like. Mm. Don't tell people how to fix it. Coach people on, ask questions about.
0: Yeah. The, um, the dialogue will also, I think, address the needs. So if you are in a meeting, what are my needs in that meeting? What are your needs in that meeting? How are we working together on that to make sure we support each other? Yeah. To take that example. But how can we take this? How is this relevant or applicable to friends yeah, or, yeah. or romantic relationships or parents or children or... Yeah.
1: Well, for me, this is much more difficult to do this in a personal setting than in a professional setting. I think the contract in professional setting is that we do this, right? We, we might not do it very well, but there is, a, there is an implied contract between a manager and a subordinate or two colleagues or a team or even with clients. There's an implied contract that feedback is part of the contract. This is what we do here. This is how we work. It's part of the culture. But to give feedback to a friend that's really much, it's completely different, I think. And I don't really do it very often, to be honest.
0: I have a horror example of that. <laughs> this is me and my one of my friends. We were teenagers, so let's say we were 16, is to put an H on it. And uh, we had decided we were going to confront a third friend because we thought that she'd been grumpy, that she was always, always moody and negative um, and that it had a negative impact on on our friendship. And we didn't really enjoy spending time with her. The intention of giving that feedback was, of course, for her to see that we wanted to spend time with her and we needed to see some kind of change in her negativity. But you can imagine what that was perceived like, two of us confronting her. Of course, she felt attacked and she, uh, she felt, why are you spending time with me at all if you obviously don't like me? And I was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was horrible. So it really did not work out. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So I, I think it, it is possible, but it's, it's, I think it's more difficult. And I think we don't do it very often. And I do understand why we don't do it, because it's not necessarily part of the implied contract.
0: So what do we do instead?
1: We let it go. But you see, but there, there's something here. We, we're now assuming that feedback is about something that need, somebody needs to change or improve. Mm. because I think most feedback should be, is, probably, and also should be positive. Mm. It's reinforcing what's going really well in work as well as in personal. And I think that's easier. But just saying to somebody, you know, I really like it the way you did that. And th- that you can do, I think, more. Mm. We can all do more also in the personal setting, yeah. but also in the professional setting. So it's this. That's you know it's great job, right? Great job. This is why it was great. Or even if you can, that's always a bit more difficult. In the example of a presentation on stage, um, catch people actually in the moment that something is going well, and you say that works. You can't do that when somebody's on stage in front of an audience, mm-hmm. and you just stop the. Yeah, that was great. No, <laughs> but but um, but in 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 a different setting, maybe it's in a in a some kind of you know one-on-one meeting or you just say yeah that's great this is it and you can do that also in personal settings but we don't do this enough i would say i certainly don't do this enough
0: and i know the immediacy of uh, giving it straight away but you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of uh, you know how you train a dog because mm. that's what you do mm. if you if you are 30 seconds late, it's it's gone. Yeah, the yeah. dog doesn't remember. Yeah. But I do know that this is exactly how our brain works as yeah. well. The immediate positive uh, feedback after you've done something will make you remember it and yeah. you reinforce a positive behavior or a, or a useful, efficient
1: behavior. So this is what we do. Somebody's doing a presentation in front of 300 people, and when they do something well, you throw a sandwich at them.
0: Yes, <laughs> or chocolate. You just <laughs> have chocolate in your pocket, always.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: But actually, I think you have to bring it back to the personal relationships, because or friendships, let's say, because if you if you constantly have this in you that you give people positive comments for something that you really appreciate them for, mm. they will do more of that, and by default, they will do less of the annoying stuff. No? Yeah. yeah. So it does work, even you don't talk about it. Yeah,
1: and we we might do this more, almost subconsciously, or we do it automatically, and we're perhaps not even aware of it it would be interesting to focus on it a little bit more i think it's sort of how do we give feedback positive reinforcing feedback in in life in general
0: i think in parenting it's quite normal i have heard friends and my my yeah. sister especially talking about positive reinforcements in in yeah you know parenting
1: yeah well with especially with young kids it's all the time i suppose
0: but, yeah. but to do it more with friends, because I don't think it's patronizing, because again, you're talking from from you. So me being so happy that somebody calls me to just yeah. uh, check in on me, if I say that rather than just, yeah. you know, feeling it internally, but I also articulate it.
1: Yeah. Well, talk about, I mean, the dinner I had last night, um, and yeah, yeah, he was a client, but it's years ago. And I'm just now aware that actually I gave him very positive feedback, but I, I wasn't necessarily thinking about it at the time. It's like, you know, this is so good. I'm really happy to hear you talk like this or something, right? And then specifically about, I won't go into the details, but there's something that we probably, we 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 might do it, but we could be more aware of the fact that we are doing it so that we could do more of it even. Mm. Because I think we can all do more of in particular, positive, reinforcing, specific feedback. Mm. So, we summarize. I, um, I think we we covered a few interesting points. So, let me just uh, try to summarize. Um, so, positive feedback should probably be the majority. So, focus. Focus on strengths, focus on what's going well, but don't ignore the things that could be better, right? But if you think about sort of a ratio, you probably would do 80% positive and 20% negative or something like that. I don't know what the number would be, but there is something about focus on the positive. And even a constructive, something that somebody needs to fix could be done in a positive way, or should be done in a positive way, like what Rebecca did about the sound, right? Second is stay with yourself, so me message. So talk about how it comes across to you. What do you feel? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you think? Third, be very specific. So don't be general, and in particular with positive feedback. Good job. What was good about it? And number four, when you want to help somebody develop or change behavior or fix some things or improve some behavior or whatever, coach rather than tell them how to do it. And the last one I think is that feedback is a a continuous thing. It's not something you do once or twice a year. It's something that happens every day. You might just not be aware of it, so it's good to become a bit more aware of it so that you will do more of the right way of of giving feedback. Can I add one? Mm.
0: And that is more an overriding awareness around what kind of relationship and what kind of situation, the setting, are you in. So how can you increase the openness by making sure it's, it's a secure setting that the person you're giving feedback to to know you're coming from a positive intention and as much as possible you are in that parasympathetic mm. part of the nervous system that is safe and secure to, to yeah. become a little bit vulnerable and open. Yeah.
1: I think we mentioned one more, that, and that's not about giving feedback but about asking for feedback. Mm. You make the life of somebody giving feedback so much easier if you tell them what you would like to get feedback on. So if there is an opportunity for that, you're going into a meeting you're doing a presentation you know what you want to get feedback on ask somebody in the audience or to to get feedback on that afterwards
0: So what would you like to have feedback on right now we didn't contract this before but if you wanted a piece of feedback now what would it be on
1: How was the sound?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you once I switch off and then uh... yeah. <laughs> I will tell you.